God wants you to speak faith. In August of 1980, God gave instructions to me for Word of Faith Ministries. He said, proclaim the Word of Faith, be a showcase of ministries, and train people to fulfill the Word of God. Now, let's get into today's message. Well, praise the Lord, it's time once again for the Speak Faith broadcast. We're here to teach you how to speak faith. Amen, among other things. We're talking right now about a topic that is different, unique, unusual, (laughs) and that is, is evil real? And my contention is from the Word of God, yes, it is. You know, people were reprimanded for doing evil in the sight of the Lord. And that phrase, evil in the sight of the Lord, is used in its exact string like that 44 times in the Bible. We've talked about that. And really, that concept of what is evil in the sight of the Lord. In other words, God's the one determining what is evil, what is good. You don't have to concern your little peanut brain about it. (laughs) You don't have to give your opinion. You can just look at what's evil in the sight of the Lord. He tells you in the Bible what is evil. And we talked about, uh, I I find 2 Chronicles 12, 14, extremely instructive in this regard where it talks about an individual here it says he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord and I think that's the key for a lot of folks you can get into mindsets you can get into uh, put yourself into positions where you ultimately find yourself going against what the Word of God says and what God teaches because you're not preparing your heart to seek the Lord. You're too involved in my opinion, my feeling. What do I think? Let me tell you what I think about that. See what I'm saying? coming at it from that perspective because like I said if if what is good and what is evil evil is arbitrary if it is determined by your perspective which is the point that I think a lot of people are talking about today well don't call what's being done in this that or the other situation evil because it's not from their perspective Well, that assumes that evil is arbitrary. The definition is arbitrary. Now, the crazy thing is, many years ago, many years ago, if you'd have had a poll and sat down and said, is it wrong to kill an innocent baby, for instance, you'd have probably 100%, at least 99.9% of the people said, well, of course it's wrong. That's a dumb question. But you see, now these days, you take it and say, 
Well, but what if it's an inconvenient pregnancy? And you want to kill the baby. Well, now, that's abortion. It's different. That's not really murder. Yes, it is. <laughs> it still is. But you see where attitudes have changed? Now, if you were to poll people in the world, generally, I'm not talking about Christians. I'm talking about people out in the world. And you framed it correctly to get the response you wanted, which is what happens with polls these days, instead of saying, for instance, instead of polling them and saying, is it okay to kill a baby? <laughs> then people would be more likely to say, oh, no, <laughs> because they're picturing a little bitty baby in a, a bassinet or whatever, and you're going to attack it and kill it, you know, or whatever. But if you frame it as, is it okay to kill a baby, meaning, you know, some point of aborting the child, blah, 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 blah. Frame it in a way that it's choice. They're making a choice. Then you'd have a larger number of people saying, oh, well, that's not evil. That's okay. You see what I'm saying? This idea of perspective opinion-driven changing the definition of evil. But see, now, this is what's crazy. Now, the world has gotten to the point that we're having actual debates on TV among people who seemingly are not crazed freaked out, you know, insane people, seemingly, who are seriously arguing, well, now, you know, when Hamas killed those babies, that was their perspective. I mean, people who are heads of universities are, are arguing things like that. Well, that is showing that the definition of what's good and what's evil, based on arbitrary opinion is just not workable. Because again, you know, Joe Blow out there on in the in the in the country <laughs> milking the cows, <laughs> you ask him, he's gonna go, them people are crazy. <laughs> and he'd be right. But you see what I'm saying? You can't leave it to an arbitrary decision. You have to have a definition of evil and good based on an authority that is above human reasoning and understanding, which would be the Lord. So you got to prepare your heart to seek the Lord. you got to get his definition of what's good and what's evil, which you can do from the Word of God. It's easy. You go in there and read the Word, and the Word will tell you what is good and what is evil. And you don't have to... You don't have to be betwixt two opinions. You see what I'm saying? So, let's now read another scripture that I've been trying to get to, and that is in Amos. Amos chapter 5. We're going to begin in verse 12 and read through verse 15. Verse 12, For I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins. This is God telling them, I know what you guys did. You were wrong. You sinned. 
And it says, they afflict the just, they take a bribe, they turn aside the poor in the gate from their right, therefore the prudent shall keep silence in that time, for it is an evil time. Now this is what I want to just just show you here. In this society that Amos is writing about and talking about, he says they have manifold transgressions, mighty sins. And that's a lot of what we're seeing today in the news. They afflict the just. Sound familiar? They take bribes. They turn aside the poor at the gate from their right. Now, that's a little hard to understand unless you understand the culture. In that particular culture, the poor were to sit at the gate of the city and basically ask alms, and it was their right to sit there, and people could give to them as, as they were moved upon to do so. But here, these folks were turning aside the poor so they couldn't sit there and ask for alms and so forth. In other words, preventing them even from uh, asking for help. And it says that it was so bad. The prudent kept silence at that time, for it is an evil time. Now, this is kind of where one of my concerns about what's going on is there's such evil going on that even good people, godly people, people who are motivated by what the Word of God says, are keeping silence at that time because it's an evil time. They're being impacted by the society of evil, and they're keeping silent. Now he goes on to say, next verse, verse 14, Seek good and not evil that you may live, and so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as you have spoken. Hate the evil, and love the good. Amos 5.15 Hate the evil, and love the good. Now, I said a few days ago, as we were studying some of these things, that it it is acceptable to hate evil. Now let me clarify once more. Not the people who are doing the evil, obviously. We love the people. We want to help the people. We want to minister to the people. But the evil that's being done is not something we can accept. It's not something we can excuse. The Bible says... Hate the evil, love the good. In other words, keep it straight. (laughs) Amen? And establish judgment in the gate. It may be that the God of the, uh, or excuse me, it may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. Amen. Now, think about this society, this time that he's talking about here that he's living in. It was so bad, and their sins were so mighty. He even calls it mighty sins. 
They afflict the just. They, uh, they have manifold transgressions to the point that even the people who were left that were good people were keeping silence at that time because it was just an evil time. Well, that's where we've got to be willing to take a stand for what is good. We've got to be seen loving the good and establishing sound judgment. Notice he says establishing judgment in the gate. Going back to the gate of the city, you've got to, you've got to let the people do what they need to do. You've got to let them live the way they need to live. You've got to help them where you can. Love the good. Hate the evil. It is necessary to remind folks that's not a bad thing. We're out of time. We're going to have to go. Join us again tomorrow. Remember until then to fulfill the Word of God. I trust that you enjoyed the Speak Faith broadcast today. Word of Faith Ministries is a multimedia outreach ministry that provides the SpeakFaith.tv Fire TV app, the SpeakFaith.tv Roku channel, the SpeakFaith.tv live streaming internet TV network available at the web address sftv.io and the on-demand SpeakFaith.today internet video service to showcase ministries preaching the uncompromising word of faith. We also provide technical support and web hosting for many great churches and ministries, including Expedition Church of the Triad, Word of Faith Worship Center, and Word of Faith Radio. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world with the word of faith, you may do so on the web at paypal.me slash speakfaith or at our mailing address, Word of Faith Ministries, P.O. Box 5213, High Point, North Carolina, 27262. For more information, visit our main website at speakfaith.org. The Speak Faith broadcast is brought to you by Word of Faith Ministries and our partners around the world.